everyone. Welcome back to the Beauty and Behavior Podcast. We are on episode number two. I am your host, Diane Sorensen, mother, grandmother, former teacher, and currently supporting parents who want to understand their children's behavior at a deeper level. So if you are interested in how I support parents, then head on over to my website at diannesorensen.net. That's D-I-A-N-E-S-O-R-E-N-S-E-N.net. So one of the things that I have learned and am still learning is to be brave, to live beyond the fear of judgment. And so I was talking to a friend today, and she also happens to be uh, one of my former co-workers, um, somebody that I taught with um, when I was teaching. And I was told her I am starting this podcast, and she was all excited and thought that was great. And I said, yeah, but I'm I'm really nervous about it, you know, and just... You know, are people going to like it? What are, you know, and it, I had said the fear of judgment is real. And she responded with this. It's easy to hide when things are scary. It's so much harder to be brave. And it just reminded me that, you know, so much of my life I... I did hide. I and when things got uncomfortable, I went the other way um, towards comfort rather than uncomfortable. And what I've learned is it's so much more rewarding to be brave, to be brave and move beyond that fear of judgment. Opens us up to living a life, you know, living life, really, instead of fearing life. And so it made me realize, oh, um, I am going to put my brave pants on and I'm going to be brave and do this podcast and talk about things that aren't always popular to talk about because I know that talking about these things can change lives. And so I think it takes being brave just to be a parent these days because there's so much judgment around parenting. And it's, it's brave to be a teacher these days and there's so much judgment around teaching and around uh, children's behaviors and it takes being brave to be willing to look beyond our children's external behavior to the deeper issue because behavior doesn't develop externally it comes from the inside. Behavior is an internal expression of what's happening 
on the inside of the body. It's communication. And so when we try to stop behavior or change behavior in some way, we are really saying, don't communicate with me. It's uncomfortable. And so our children are really asking for emotional support. And they need emotional support rather than punishments or rewards. And it's often difficult to give our children the emotional support they're asking for because we didn't receive the emotional support that we needed growing up. A lot of us didn't anyway. And so I think it can it's it's being brave to put ourselves first and offer ourselves that emotional support so that we can offer that emotional support to our children. I think it's brave to consciously learn another way because our traditional discipline practices aren't serving us anymore and if we look around at our world right now uh, we can see that they're not serving us we we are seeing you know adults that that aren't able to manage their own behavior we are seeing um, just so many children that aren't able to manage their own behaviors and so it takes being brave to look within ourself and discover what's happening inside of our own body and our own internal world and taking responsibility for our own behavior because blaming our feelings and behavior on children is as common as drinking water, right? They're, they're driving me crazy. She makes me so mad. You know, we, we think they, we say they need to change. They need to shape up. They need to do better. And if they knew better, they would do better. And just like us, we are, as parents and teachers, we're doing the best that we know how to do. And, you know, we really need the ability to nurture healthy relationships that, that build cooperation. So I think that's what we really want. We've been conditioned to gain compliance I think what we really want is cooperation and that comes through relationship. So I think it takes being brave to question our traditional practices and to look at 
the messages behind those practices and see that we so often use fear to drive behavior. And so when we do that, we also use judgment to judge behavior. And so we grow up with this, we become adults who are stuck in this pattern of fearing judgment. Uh, I know that that was the case for me in uh, much of my life that um, I've struggled with, and I often still do, struggle with that fear of judgment, um, that fear of somehow that I, I don't quite measure up, that I'm not good enough to be doing this. And, you know, really living with that sense of uh, fear of doing it wrong or saying the wrong thing. Because when, you know, if I do the wrong thing or say the wrong thing, then what are people going to think? So, you know, I just kind of grew up with this constant worry of what other people were thinking about me. And that's the fear of judgment. Um, you know, in this constant battle of trying to gain approval. So rather than knowing that we are worthy, knowing our worth, we, you know, question that and look outside of us to be, to be worthy. And it's kind of like, you know, how we do this, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when I lose the weight. I'll be happy when I have the house, the house. <laughs> I'll be happy when I have X amount of dollars. I'll be happy when, you know, I have the job title, whatever it is. And, you know, happiness doesn't come from the outside. We're always chasing, you know, happiness and the bar, we keep moving the bar. Once we get there, once we have the house or we lose the weight or whatever it is, you know, it, it, we are happy for a short time, but then we're back to, you know, moving the bar a little further. And it's kind of like that with our worth. We look to the outside to prove that we're worthy when actually we're worthy just because we're here. But because most of us were raised on the traditional practices that focus on control and use fear to drive behavior, we develop this belief that we're not good enough. You know, I never get it right. Um, 
And so I, I think it does take being brave to learn a new way. Because when I started implementing relationship-based practices through conscious discipline, I didn't set out to do anything different. In fact, I, like I kind of alluded to, I all my life have just tried to fit in. And, but when I learned conscious discipline, I knew that this was something big. Because when I started learning how to show up more consciously in my relationships, it kind of took the risk of doing it differently. It, what am I trying to say? It was worth the risk to do it differently because I could see that these were really teaching life skills that traditional disciplines don't teach. And so I, when I first started it, I just was in my classroom and I didn't tell anybody about it really. I just learned it and practiced it myself. And when people started asking questions, I was kind of like, here's the book. It's really cool. Read it. Um, and as I got better at them and people kept asking more questions and I just, I was so passionate about this and I knew that I wanted to talk about it. Um, and so I just little by little started uh, talking about it with um, the, te- the other teachers in the building uh, that we were in and started asking them, would you be willing to let me talk to you about this and kind of practice? And they were willing. And so, but once I did that, then people, more people started asking questions. And I just knew that I needed to be brave because this could change lives. And I knew that because it was changing my life and really took my life down a completely different path. Um, So I just know that Traditional discipline did not serve me well as a child growing up. It didn't serve me well as a parent. And they're not serving teachers well, um, as I see so many behaviors. um, Children really just struggling with not knowing how to regulate themselves and us adults not knowing how to teach them that. 
and so so it takes being brave to say let's do it another way and relationship-based practices offer us hope it's about changing the paradigm it's about upgrading our skills because we don't use the same appliances we used 50 years ago you know we upgrade them as you know what they for better you know we upgrade our appliances as you know technology upgrades is what am I trying to say here sorry um we upgrade our appliances because they're more efficient that's what I'm trying to say (laughs) uh for efficiency and we upgrade uh technology constantly to because it's more efficient it makes life easier we upgrade our medical procedures right you wouldn't go have surgery and have them do a procedure that they did, you know, 50 years ago. We upgrade those procedures based on new research. And we need to upgrade our parenting skills, teaching skills, as research is showing us that using fear to drive behavior is actually a barrier to learning. Uh, research, brain-based research is, is helping us learn that when we use fear, or when we are in fear, when our brain perceives a threat, it drops down to the survival skills, fight, flight, or freeze. And the only skills that one has in that state is that, is survival. To either fight, kick, hit, throw chairs, or flight, run and hide. Many of us have been dealing with runners and so fear is keeping us stuck. So if you are ready to be brave and to be in your relationships in a more conscious way and upgrade your skills in living a life you want to live, then head on over to my website at diannesorensen.net. You can sign up for my weekly newsletter and you can uh, click on my calendar link and get on a call 
an introductory call to learn if this is a good fit for you. So thanks for listening and we'll talk soon. Bye.